Please be advised, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. Hey, hey, this is Corey. Smart the mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And we're the Kind of Movie Critics, uh, here for a new adventure of what the fuck have you been watching since... Uh, there's been there's always so much time in between us recording episodes. Uh, we get into this binge watching mode of uh, all types of shit. I don't I, know. I think I've missed three episodes. So the, he said that to yeah, say I'm this back. is an episode of the Q. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I thought there was a misstep there, but yeah. Yeah, well you know. Gotta, yeah, you welcome go. back, Corey. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. I know. No people probably miss me. Wait, um, they you? they didn't. But just tell them what you've been doing. I'm sure. I, you know. Um, you know. Um, avoiding the slander and uh, <laughs> trying to just stay productive. So I bought a house. I've been kind of busy with the house. Hey, stunt, stunt yeah, button. Where the yeah, stunt button? And then, you know, my job had a particular incident that uh, required my attention. So, oh yeah, uh, for a little yeah. while. So uh, other than that, now I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about this house you bought and this porch we've been like drinking on the like on, but haven't gotten to yet. Know, all goddamn summer. Summer's know, over now. I know the porch isn't ready. The porch, it, it's it's very close. If um, if my roommate would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> would put some things away. So, but, um, you know, she's busy too. Yeah. Put some things away. I don't get it. You know, my roommate um, has an uh, accumulation of things. Oh, pack that, rat. Not a pack rat, but she possesses more items than me. She's taking her time. Yeah, and she's, ta- those and she's taking her sweet time getting those things um, situated. Just know if the shoe was on the other foot. There'd be a fire under your ass. Just yeah, yeah, but there isn't because I put all my stuff away. Yeah, but what's but funny in the, in the I event? It, I put it away promptly. Um, <laughs> if certain someone's listening, <laughs> <laughs> but, what's but you've funny been trained though, to do is it. Like yeah. maybe, maybe like what, like few, maybe wait three weeks ago, uh-huh. Corey was like. It's time to drink because that's what we do whenever I can. So, <laughs> so oh, Freudian slip. Nope, that's what we do. We go drink. Uh-huh. Um, we did it on Saturday. Day drinking Saturday was fucking phenomenal. Uh-huh. I, there's no evidence. Oh <laughs> no no no! Wait a minute. You said he said whenever he can. No, whenever I can. Oh, we I go thought drink. you. I thought that was a Freudian slip in him saying that he doesn't control his life anymore. No. No, no, I oh, no. very much do. Wow, you're really <laughs> digging deep there. But he was like, I mean, we could just go rogue and go be on my porch. I was like, yo, don't do that. Your roommate's going to be real upset. Because when my house was not in order, you had people over, like, you would never oh, hear the yeah, fucking facts. end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's... So I'm very glad that you're yeah, mature, man, we, and you decided aborted. that was a bad we idea. Aborted. That's we aborted. Yeah, that's a violation. <laughs> Women don't like that, man. Yeah. Other than that, chilling. Cool, man. Well, glad to have you back. Uh, yeah. What's up? Martin, <laughs> I feel like I don't I don't see my man Martin no more. I, know, I gotta come back through a lot more. We do more some more episodes. <laughs> um, gotta, get, gotta do some episodes to get you through. Yeah, huh? Usually absolutely. Martin is the reason we end up here. Like Martin will say, like my nigga, we recording. We recording. Yeah, then, 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 then I then I'm like the mom that rallies everybody. <laughs> yeah, but it's never it. my idea. Gotta do it. Um. So yeah, man. What, how how do we jump into this queue? I don't even know how to do these episodes anymore, man. That's how bad I am. Oh no! Help no, me no, transition. We, just, we talk. We talk with something we've all seen. So I guess one thing we've all seen recently is the Chappelle special, Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Well, okay. So before we get into that, you mentioned it, and we we probably should do it. Um, just give a little, you know, prayer shout up to uh to um Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. I guess yeah. he was he was involved in a pretty bad car accident today. Um. And they said it's, you know, the last time I read it a few hours ago, it said something like he had 
severe injuries to his severe back. Severe back injuries, yeah. yeah. He was in surgery, I think. Yeah, so, you know, prayers up, man. I know we, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of jokes and a lot of um, back and forth about how people feel about Kevin Hart, but obviously nobody wants to lose somebody of that stature, which it doesn't sound like we're going to lose him. But, yeah, we yeah. want him to be able to walk, yeah. though. He got he, he to be able to laugh. And then when he recovers, he got to expect to get these jokes. Let's, let's yeah. just say that. Well, he He's definitely got a, got a joke in this special. Yeah, yeah, he got to expect to get them Tracy jokes. Tracy Morgan's okay, and he'll be okay. Yeah, he should be fine. But, um, yeah, 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 so you, so the Chappelle special, let's get right into it, man. Netflix dropped. Uh, what, it wasn't really a surprise, because they kind of had, like, a teaser leading up to yeah. it, right, with him Morgan walking Freeman. through the desert yeah. with Morgan Freeman. Um, and then he dropped the special, man, um, when, like, last week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, about I don't know the date, August something. You look it up. Oh, uh, talk to me, man. Because there's okay, a lot. So, there's a lot. This is a polarizing yeah, topic. It's, it's very polarizing right now. I think it has like a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Oh yeah. wow! I didn't. Make it. Damn. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has it a zero percent. Six percent behind Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> oh, yo, when I saw that, I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm still gonna watch it. Support black movies. Anyway, mm. <laughs> um, I will say this. As a person who, like, a lot of y'all like to characterize as super sensitive, I wasn't, like, super offended by anything that he said so much as, like, the audience's reactions to stuff he said made me hella uncomfortable. Okay. So, like, when he finishes um, the introduction, he's singing um, Party Like It's 1999, right? Which I think is very impactful when you slow down, like, songs like that, really listening to what they're saying, especially someone like Prince, who was really good for making you party when he was totally talking about something other than what you thought he was. Yeah. but the first thing he says out of his mouth is like, I just want to take a moment to remind everybody that like Anthony Bourdain committed suicide. And the audience just erupts with laughter. Right. And I'm like, y'all are fucking laughing about him saying Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Like, I know there's a punchline coming, but like, like let's get there. Let's get there. And when he landed the joke, I did laugh. Yeah. But like he was in, like literally Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain killed himself. <laughs> well, what the I, fuck is funny about well, that? Well, like that shit was weird. Do we? Does any part of us say maybe that was um, like maybe an uncomfortable laugh? You know, the fact that he just came out and said that. Like, do you feel like? Have you ever laughed uncomfortably at something that wasn't funny? Just because, like, well, I can't believe you said that shit. Oh, I've laughed at funerals before. I mean, I laughed at wow. I laughed at my uncle's funeral because my dad was funny as shit when he was giving the eulogy, but he was actually saying things that were funny. That were funny. I was like, this nah. wasn't funny. It right. was like more like somebody was crying. I expect them to cry like that. Oh, damn! <laughs> damn. You see what I'm saying? Martin. Like, so, yeah. I mean, there's somebody like, started wailing, and you were like, yeah, "Yo, like, <laughs> oh, oh, it was yeah. the service too." I was like, "Oh, I, I had to cover my mouth." Jesus. I've seen you. I've seen, I'm just picturing you. I've seen you get weak before, and I, yeah. I'm just picturing that. Did he do that know. that cry like on that meme where the dude be like? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she she didn't do that. Oh but, she. Yeah. I, I only had two problems with the thing the the special. One, I didn't think the special was that funny. Okay. Um, I laughed. I definitely laughed. I chuckled. It's very forgettable, in my opinion. Of. I don't compare it to his other stand-ups. I just say it's forgettable in terms of just stand-ups. Right. Um, and I'm actually pleasant, uh, not pleasantly, but I'm curious. I'm very surprised at the backlash because, like, other comics say way worse shit. Way worse. Way, shit. If, 
and not only just recently, like since the beginning of comic time. Yeah. So I'm very perplexed as why, you know, I mean, you and me have been Louis C.K. fans for a long time. Louis C.K. says way worse way things. Way worse shit. And people laugh. I'm yeah. not particularly yeah. offended by him either, though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm but just like, not as sensitive just, as people try to... I just think it's very like interesting right. that people are like, oh my God, this is the most offensive stand-up I've ever seen. And well, I'm like, it wasn't. He's it, like, I, I've heard way worse. He's in the zeitgeist. So people mm-hmm. that grew up on Chappelle's show, they all, like, you can't miss a Chappelle uh, special at all. You can miss a Burr special. You can miss, like, a like a uh, Corey Holcomb. You can miss all these other people's specials that be, might be way more <laughs> offended by... But you have to watch a Chappelle skit. So you're saying the target audience for a Chappelle skit hasn't been watching as much comedy as we have, so they're not as desensitized as we are, maybe? No, they watch comedy. They just don't watch like certain. Certain, yeah. Like Chappelle is something you have to watch, basically. I get what you're saying. Whereas you might watch. So like it you sounds might like watch we're fucked up. We watch yeah. really fucked up comics. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I don't, we're out here laughing. It's I think a that's thing. the. I think that was the norm. Maybe 10, 20 years ago is yeah. this, that type of comedy, and that I think that's kind of his point. Mm-hmm. Is like he's trying to get back to that. Where, whereas a lot of people are scared to do that now. Well, I, don't, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't keep up. I, I watch stand-ups on Netflix and stuff, but I don't keep up with a lot of comics' careers. But everything, I, I mean, everybody is guilty of saying some really fucked up shit, and we're all guilty of laughing at it. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm amazed at the backlash to him. Like, why? what the hell have you guys been doing for the past 20 years? Well, my, my thing is, like, I never get offended at a joke because I'm like, if the people in the room are laughing, then... Mm-hmm. That was really the comedian's job. Like his job isn't like to teach you about society. His job isn't to like open your mind to something else or make you agree with him. His job is to make the people in that room laugh. Now the difference is when you're doing a special, it's going out to everybody who's on their couch, everybody who's on their laptop, on their phone. You got to kind of make those people laugh in a way too. Right. So I guess I'm kind of like conflicted in that way because. Because it's a lot easier to be offended when you're like at home or your laptop or your, on your phone than you are like in the group in the of a co- mm-hmm. comedy club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would. I'd love to someone to do a documentary or some sort of study on like why we laugh at fucked up shit though. Well, because okay, so th- to me, it would be the answer to why w- we need to keep supporting when comedians actually step on a ledge and do this is because this is. That's this is really like the to me the last line of defense of freedom of speech to really be able to say everything that you really want to say and it have a context and it have a point and you not get stones th- thrown at like the fact like seeing people get stones thrown at them is it, you know for for stand up comedy regardless of how I mean if he got up there and said nigger a bunch of times like I like he definitely did which was fine uh, um but well, but hold on let me get uh-huh. to my point my point is I mean I kind of already said it but just reiterating it it's freedom of speech and I think stand up comedy is supposed to be satirical it's supposed to be entertaining it's not supposed to be taken as like the thread of sincerity you know what i'm saying like it's well, not that's what makes comedy funny it ha- like comedy's only funny if it has an element of truth to it if some part not of you, only don't do yeah, that no it is if you it, the thing that makes you laugh at what he says is that it rings true to you he's just saying it in a clever way that you're like you can you can grab onto and get some kind of entertainment out of my and i'm always like okay if what you're saying is offensive but who is it in service to who is who is the laugh at the expense of and who is it in service to I can't, I mean, me personally, that fucking LBGT, the letter people in the car shit, like that was hilarious, hilarious. to me. And it, it was funny because 
points were clicking with you that it was ringing true. Yeah. But I can't tell someone in that community, like he said, he, they were like, you can't say, um, you can't say faggot on the show. And he's, they were like, because you're not gay. Mm. Like, but I'm not gay, so I can't say whether or not that that's offensive yeah. to them. I don't really know. The shit was funny to me. Nor am I a nigger. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Hilarious. Yeah. But 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 it it but it gets you to see, you know, here's what they think about you. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it it shows us it shows it gives us a microcosm into the exact reason why he walked off the Chappelle show. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, to some degree. Oh, I can say this with impunity because this is what you guys think about me, and it's um you know it coming out of my mouth. It's self deprecating, like you. Hey, he said it, not us. Well, He's it's speaking accessible for language. us. Yeah, and and let me go on the record. Chappelle is not in my top five at all. And Chappelle has just recently started getting funny to me. Like I did not. I'm one of the people in the minority. I don't. The Chappelle show is really not. The, if it came on right now, I would not stop everything that I'm doing unless it was one of the Charlie Murphy skits. The uh, the uh, the the Rick James. That's that's when I started getting into Chappelle. When I like saw Rick, the Rick James, James and Prince. Yeah, are funny to you. Killing me softly was not funny. Half baked is half baked's not laugh. funny to me either. I laugh, see, but see it's I have not a problem with funny. that because like funny is subjective, right? Like if the people in the room are laughing, then it's funny. Like I am not gonna say I'm not gonna watch somebody special not laugh and then see everybody else cracking up and be like, That's not funny. Right. But you th- could say it's not funny to me. That's oh, yeah, what he that's, said. That's though. what I'm saying. It's okay, not funny. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just making it be known that I'm not caping for Dave Chappelle because right. he's not <laughs> on my top five. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I cape for Louis C.K. I cape for Bill Cosby. I, you know what I'm saying? Burr, I, yeah. I, yeah, Bill Burr. Like I'm not caping for Dave Chappelle. But to me, this shit was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 first stand up special, I was like, okay, it's cool to see him back, see him doing his thing. The second one to me is my favorite, like uh, uh, Equanimity and the yeah, Bird Revelation. Uh, yeah, and the I guess it's the Belly Room. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The store and he whatever. had that yeah. whole story about, and it, uh, when he did the whole thing about uh, Pimp, you know, yeah. Iceberg Slim. To me, that, that was great. That, that yeah. was really, really good. To yeah, me, but that was him you're at the dialed pinnacle. into that. That's your shit. So of course, that's going to be funny to you. Yeah, but it's but it's uh, like so. I listen to Chappelle now, and now I'm just all I care about is what actually happened. Like I'm I'm very intrigued about what brought him to that point of walking away from fifty million. And at, the older I get, and the more that I'm dialing into like social frequencies. But he told us. I mean, he Did told, you watch you watched the Inside the Actor Studio interview? Yes? Yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. He told us why he walked he, away. I mean, he told us, but uh, what I'm saying is that like he's a cynic now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting in. Like we're just now really starting to see the like the underbelly of what he was talking about in 2005. 2006. We're so, just, you, so you're saying that the things that he was saying at that time were not necessarily apparent, but we have access to see the things that he's talking about. Yes. Like the information is available to us. It, so so he's not he's not crazy. Yeah. It's just it's in time it's being revealed. It's being revealed. Okay. And to me, that's the that's the the this is why he's the best person to speak out about cancel culture. Because I think that's because I feel like if there's anything that I am caping for, it is for that, right? Like this cancel culture shit is ridiculous. It's 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 out of hand. I don't even know if it's a real thing. It's just it's just a term that gets thrown around. But I never see anybody really get canceled. You understand I mean, what I'm Michael saying? Michael Richards got canceled. Who? Michael Richards, Kramer. He was like the first one. He I was think. never funny. He was funny on Seinfeld. 
I didn't know he did stand up until you see what I'm saying. I didn't know he did stand up. You can't cancel somebody who's know. not relevant. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he was very. He was on a. He like wasn't the, relevant the at the time. He was trying. He was trying to come at back. At the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Time. As a, once Seinfeld was, was done, over. he was done. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you can't cancel somebody that has no relevance. You know what I mean? And 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 I feel like so so cancel culture to me is not even a real thing. But it's so, it's so dope to me to hear him speak about it because he was kind of like the. I ain't gonna say the poster boy for cancel culture because it was just he canceled himself. He canceled himself, um, you know. So. But but I but I, I I don't know. Cancel culture I don't think is necessarily a thing. I think groupthink is a thing because you can't make me yes. cancel somebody else. Right. Like you can I can have the information and decide if I want to fuck with it or not. And this whole idea that like we need to stop cancel culture or cancel culture is good or bad. Like if I have information that makes me say I don't want to fuck with you anymore. Hmm. I'm just not going I'm to. Just not gonna fuck with and you're, there's not. You don't need to make me. Yeah. Like I don't need to make someone richer because you think I should. Like yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, and and by the same token, there are things that like I'm that are entertainment for me that are art for me that I'm not ready to let go of. And like if I if I'm gonna let go of them, I'll do it when I fucking want to. Like I don't need you to tell me to do that. I'll yeah. do it when I want to. Facts. Or I won't. Or I won't. Stop. Like, I don't get that. Like, stop trying to control what other people fucking think. Like, and, and I do think groupthink is a thing. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, who's, I'll, I'll use, a, like, an easy example. Like, Crystal and Fury said, we shouldn't fuck with this, so we're not fucking with it. Yeah. No. Crystal and Fury told me some shit, and I decided it meant something to me or it fucking didn't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We, we, we can cancel or uncancel whatever the fuck we want. Like, like what you like. I don't mean, fuck with what you want to fuck with. I think to some extent it it would be cool to know like if I'm supporting a racist institution or like a homophobic transphobic institution I think that's probably the best part of cancel culture but I mean I'm, I don't really know if that outweighs like all the harm it does. Well, it does cancel culture does harm, or yeah. or like or like the institution. I'm I'm trying to make sure. No, I no, no, the not the inst- cancel culture. Like the the pros and cons of it, right? Because I would like to know if like. I would like to know if Chick Fil A is like homophobic. I would like to know if like the they, they CEOs told, of all these companies, are. <laughs> like the CEOs well, see, of I don't, I don't look at like, it like yeah. that. I, ha- I have that information, right? Mm. And I know that ultimately the man at the top of the food chain is supporting the demise of these people. But I know that there are so many other people at the bottom of the food chain who don't give a fuck about any of that. They right. just want to sell you chicken. So, yeah. so like. So, but but yeah. So, so to me, no, that doesn't outweigh that. Like, the two Chick Fil A's around here that I patron is a black dude that owns them. He's not fucking donating money to, and it's a franchise. Right. So the the person that the guy at the top who's giving the money against gay people, he's already made his money. He gets the franchise. He's already made his money. So like the person that I'm actually hurting the most is the guy who assumes all the risk on the corner over here. So I'm gonna keep eating chicken and y'all can kiss my ass. Yeah, I mean I listen, <laughs> I eat I eat a chicken sandwich just like the uh, the next man's. I'm not talking about canceling chicken. It's just it becomes tricky. It, that's all I'm saying about canceling. It's it's the whole thing is tricky because it's yeah, like Yeah, it is, but that's what I, that's what I'm saying. You have the information, you make the fucking decision. Yeah. You stand up in whatever decision you made. Yeah. So, but swinging it back to Dave Chappelle, I mean, I, I, I don't get what people didn't, I don't get, what, okay, you didn't think it was, you didn't think it was funny, did you, Corey? I didn't think it was that funny. I mean, I laughed. So I'm not going to sit it's, I've seen worse, but like, people were saying, there are two things I'm hearing, that one, it was hilarious, one of the best stand-ups in recent memory. No, uh, it wasn't. In my opinion, it was not. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I chuckled far. at best. Right. Two, people were saying it was one of the most offensive things they've ever seen, and I'm like, 
I've seen and heard way worse. Yeah. So I'm that's where I'm just perplexed at where this stand-up lands in the world of stand-up specials. Uh, I mean, to me, in, in, so in my teeny-weeny bit of knowledge about mm-hmm. stand-up, I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm not like a stand-up you know, yeah. archivist or anything like that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm... I'm very much, in my opinions about stand-up, I've come to realize I'm the minority. Delirious is not that funny to me. Raw is not that funny Raw to me. Raw is hilarious. Raw is cool. Raw has moments. <laughs> Raw is hilarious. But, but once, once you get into the third act and him and his father. And That's the funniest part no, to me. No, the funniest part is when he talked about coming out of Rocky and <laughs> with some Italians. That's the funniest part. <laughs> and you the know, fucking, you big we got fucking McDonald's, nigga over That's there. not funny? Nah. Your mother nah. making you a houseburger is not funny? Your nah, mother never made funny. you a houseburger. No, my mother made plenty of houseburgers. <laughs> and it's, just, it's just not that funny. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you So Crazy is not that funny to me. Um, so, you So Crazy is funny to me. So, so for me, this is above those. But it's not wow. above like, yeah, absolutely. But you like Bill Cosby more. Yes. Bill Cosby is my number one comedian of which, all time. Which one of his stand-ups? Himself. I like that one too. Yeah, that is my number one favorite uh, stand-up comedian <laughs> of all time. Dad is great. Gave us the chocolate cake. Right, it's still funny. Go. So, so, um, so to me, it's above those, um, and it's above the themselves. It's above. Um, in, I mean, it's below. Excuse me. It's mm-hmm. below. It's below anything Richard Pryor's ever done. Um, um, it, it's it's just in the middle. It sits right in the middle. But yeah, I think I, 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 but I just think we're in a time with stand-up comedy where people pander, mm-hmm. um, people are scared to say shit, and it's time to kind of hit the reset button on it. And to me, this was like I'm not gonna say it's a hard reset. It's like a soft reset. But then at the same time, though, like I, I think, okay, when you you know probably the one I have the best knowledge is Louis, right? Okay. And so Louis would say has said similar things. So like. Chappelle made jokes justifying pedophile sex. Right. So, like, do I think Dave Chappelle's a pedophile? No. No. Do I think he has secret pedophile desires? No. No. But he said something, and people laughed at it. I don't feel like he was justifying it, though. I'm I'm saying he's making light of it. He's making, you know. But he always has. I Want to Piss on You is also one of the funnier Dave Chappelle show skits. So, like, I don't understand where do you draw the line. And then what, what's the point of it? You know, like, we all laughed at it. But yeah. if you look at the words that are said, it's not funny. Yeah. Sex with children is not funny. It's not funny. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, why do we laugh at it? And then why do some people go, that was really funny, they move on with their lives, and why do some people say that's the most offensive thing I've ever heard? I, I laugh. I, I can tell you why I laugh at it. Uh, sort of what Lizzie said. I do connect with the truths of things. I laugh at things. I laugh at things that, like that are relatable because either I've seen it and it's funny or I've, I've, I'll laugh at things that are exactly how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like, yo, I, you know, when Louis CK does shit about children and he talks shit about his kids, that'd be exactly how the fuck I feel. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When Bill Burr be talking shit about his relationships, that'd be exactly how the fuck I, Patrice O'Neal, dog. Like Patrice O'Neill be hitting it on the head for me. Oh, a lot God. of yeah, I know that he's problematic <laughs> for you. But Patrice O'Neill be hitting it on the head for me, how I think yeah. about certain things. You know, um, but it's cool to hear somebody else say it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I like it's not that I walk around wearing it, but sometimes in certain moments I feel how they feel. And it's funny that somebody can take how I'm feeling, articulate that shit, mm-hmm. and make it make sense to where I don't have to explain it. I can just hit play on something and be like, see, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, it works that way. Back to your point about his jokes about R. Kelly, like. I didn't find that shit offensive either. And it, it was funny because it was like, yo, like, nigga, you already got caught. Right. How are you still, do you, do you think you fucking Superman for oh, real? My, like, my point wasn't about R. Kelly. It was about, like, the only thing I can think of that, like, when I actually analyzed the words, I was like, that's not funny. It was the child sex stuff. Okay. I still laughed at it. Mm-hmm. And all, a lot of us all did. Well, when he or, talked about you can go to school and be like, man, I got, I got, my, I got my fucked my Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. We're laughing. <laughs> like, but why are we laughing? So that our, shit was funny. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I, I, I almost in a weird way want to dive into some, like, why do some people laugh at that knowing they're you, not pedophiles? You know why? You know why? Why? Because some people have been molested by worse and, and can't say, I mean, that's but not Everybody funny. in the audience? That, no, that's not funny. No, I mean, that's I, not funny, yeah. but it's like, it, it have, have, it, I've said shit like this, mm-hmm. and I'm just using this situation, well, shit, if I was to get molested, uh, fuck, if I, I, I was to be gay, I'd fuck Idris Elba, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You but say I think shit like that. I, I like, think that when you get to that point, your, your goal is to incite a reaction. But I think it's he's the, just saying, like, at a certain point, like, you, so I think... I think what's funny about that is like we live in a in the social media age and, and and this this is not anything new but like validation is like instant gratification but mm-hmm. validation of I'm in a room you can't be in mm-hmm. is always a thing like mm-hmm. I'm I'm sitting over you know that's why people take pictures with people that that are celebrities that right. you know what I mean be like haha I was right here with I don't know fucking Keisha Cole and you need to, you need to be jealous right. so I think that that's what you're connecting with that makes it funny. It was like, well, if I'm going to be fucked up, you you like, look, your ugly ass uncle touched you. Michael Jackson touched me. Michael bitch. Jackson touched <laughs> so, me, right. Like, yeah. That's what makes it funny. It's like, it's, it's, not, it's not that you got fucked up. It's like, hey, my situation is shinier yeah, than yours. Yeah. That's what made it funny to me. Do I think little boys getting molested is funny? Absolutely not. No, it's not funny. And that's not what I'm laughing at. Yeah. I'm laughing at the braggadocious nature of you having the affirmation of being in the room. Yeah. And how, like, that trumps all. No matter what fucked up thing is happening, right. like, that trumps all. I'm that starting to think all. we all just like to hear fucked up shit. Yeah. I think some people are just wired that way. I don't even we think just, that's a uh, mystery. Yeah, it's like you hear fucked up shit, and if you're in an environment that facilitates laughing, yeah. like a stand-up comedy show at right. a theater, you laugh. I mean, how many times have you heard fucked up stories about like people babies peeing in their mouth and shitting in their face? Like yeah. that shit's fucked up, but it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, I can't say just American culture because I, I'm not familiar with everybody's culture. But I, I mean, listen, our entire news system is built off of this. You know, just tragedy, ha- porn. tragedy, fucking. Yeah. You know, it just is what it Even, is, man. Uh, as I was perusing YouTube, somehow after this week. For some reason, you know, like you get suggested videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. mine started being the like the roast compilations from Comedy Central. Hey. Those shits were and I started watching them. I was like, Oh my god, no, some Greg of this Gerardo stuff is, funny, that stuff some is of that horribly shit is, offensive. Some of it is terrible, but <laughs> is Comedy Central airs that during prime time sometimes, yeah. and nobody says a peep. Yeah. And some of that stuff is awful. It's bad. It's, it, it's up. very funny, but it's yeah, awful. Hilarious. So like, I don't get it. Is it the environment? Is it? Where people hoodwinked, they're like, I didn't think Dave would do this, or is Why it? Why wouldn't they? Like, no, I, I think, don't know. I think we've gotten to this place where there's a lot of like, very, they're like, um, I don't even know the correct term, so I'm just gonna use a term, whatever. They're like, um, victim sympathists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's like the person that I actually made the joke about ain't offended. 
But you as the person that thinks you have to protect this person, you're the one that's offended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it causes this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like anybody who's like really, hand, okay, I took a picture one time with Wee Man. You remember Wee Man from... Um, yeah, from, Jackass. From Jackass. Okay. Somebody pulled out the camera to take the picture with this nigga. You know what I did? I like hunched down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? For the picture. And when I saw the picture, I was like, that was the dumbest fucking thing. Why the fuck would I hunch down? You understand what I'm saying? And he was probably saying to himself, why the fuck are you hunching down, bro? Like, just take a picture, goddammit. Like, if they got to stand back to get us all in the frame, they'll do that. But it was me sympathizing for the fact that he's a little guy. We do that with children. Yes. And it probably, like... It probably it, pisses them off, Yeah, it man. probably does. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, like, yo, when I started talking to my daughter like an adult, our relationship got better. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, so I think that's partially the point, too. It's like, bitch, I'm not even talking to you. Why the fuck are you offended? You're not, you're not trans. You're, you haven't been molested. What the fuck are you offended about? If this person, and that's why I like the, I'm assuming everybody saw the epilogue joint that was afterwards, right? Uh-uh. Yeah. I actually didn't. I, I yeah. didn't. You should watch it because yeah, he yeah. had a story that basically explained this. Okay. There, so it's a basically like a 25, 30 heard, minute yeah. special yeah. that it was basically a question and answer thing with the okay. audience. They asked him questions, he answered them. And he told this story about him doing a joke. Uh, him, there's like a, a well-known trans woman that was in the audience of one of his shows, and you know he's doing all these jokes and shit, and he knew, and she's laughing, and he knew that he had a trans joke in the chamber and it was coming, so he was conflicted on stage, like, damn, do I, do I hold back because I see her in the audience? And he was like, no, there's no, you know, like I'm not gonna hold back, like fuck it, it's my show, she's here because if I can't say it while she's here, then I don't need to be saying it at all. Mm-hmm. And he said the joke, and he said, yo, she was, she was laughing the most out of everybody, and it, it was to a point where people, everybody else in the audience was looking at her for confirmation that they, they could, should laugh, they yeah. should laugh. So he said the show was over, she was waiting for him um, at a bar or at the bar um, for whatever the you the know venue, they, yeah. yeah the venue they shut down and and. You know, they were sharing a drink and, and you know, he kind of he kind of divulged to her like, listen, you know, I was a little worried about whether or not I should, you know, say this because you were here. And she was like, no, I, I, I read about you in the New York Times. I, I knew what was coming. That's why I was here. You understand? I knew what was coming. And, and she said, you know, I find it funny that like they talk about um, and Martin, I know you saw this. So correct me when I'm wrong. Um, you. Something about him doing jokes about was it like R. Kelly and normalizing R. Kelly? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They because the, I think that was like that was the thing on the Breakfast Club when the uh, woman who was like one of the women who had been molested or something like that said that she was angry at that time because um, she felt like Dave Chappelle doing those R. Kelly jokes was like normalizing R. Kelly and what he did, right? And who he is in the black community, and he was like. Well, how and the woman said, "Well, how come when you do jokes about trans people, it doesn't normalize us?" Exactly. He was like, "Why don't you?" She was like, "Why? Why is it not normalizing us?" And that's the that's message. Bullshit. Because of, what's cause bullshit? Because the idea that like Dave Chappelle saying, I think it calls attention to how fucked up R. Kelly is, not at normalizing it. So the idea that it's normalizing, I think, is bullshit. 
Um, well, I'll say I'll say this. Take his words, not mine, mm-hmm. or or not Martin's, because the way it was phrased made so much sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes in order to really understand things, we have to hear these inside gritty perspectives of them for us to accept them for what they are. You know, for for what the situation is, and how come how come. It, you know, maybe maybe some of these subjects are as touchy as they are because there's so many victim sympathists as opposed to actually asking how the victims feel themselves. To be fair, though, in this moment, I think that a person who has experienced that firsthand has a right to feel however they feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's fair to project that onto me. I think you can say that happened to me and you're laughing about it and I'm upset about it, mm-hmm. but not that like it's going to make other people feel like it's okay that it happened to me. Like, no, it, I still think it's fucked up that it happened to you. And I'm uncomfortably laughing about it, but that doesn't mean that I feel like you shouldn't feel however you feel. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I, mean, yeah, I think there's things. also value in the context. You know, I mean, if you if you make a joke like that in your office versus having a sold-out theater, you know, like... The platform. I there. go into comedy shows going, I mean, you can say whatever you want. I mean, it's a comedy show. You know what I mean? Like, it's either going to be funny or it's not. Like, I don't take offense to anything. But if you, but you're right. If you said that to me on the street, I might be like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why would you say that to and, me? And I know you got something to say, Martin, so I really don't want to cut you off. But I'll put it in the context for me with the LGBT, um, LGBT. The car joke? The car joke. That was, that was a genius. Because I never thought, I always thought they were just no all on the same page. No. But you see what I'm saying, like, and like, even in that community, the 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 white men have the loudest voice. They okay. So so having said that, for me, somebody who does who knows nothing about this community for real, because I'm I'm not I'm just not engaged in that way. The it, trans community doesn't like RuPaul. Wrap your head around that. That's crazy. Tell you about it later. But listen, <laughs> that is important. That's important for us to because it's like it's easy to it's easy to look at things for the veneer of how they're presented as opposed to that they're actually people. Because we're not out because we're not part of it. Because we're not part of it. Mm-hmm. And how else do we get part of it unless you either befriend it or you allow the, the the information to come to you. You let them speak for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you I, I mean, mean you know. I think I think that's like the biggest problem with a lot of this is the LGBTQ community, they don't have like a lot of killers. Like I mean as far as people who could get on a stage and like rip. Right. Like they have like Ellen and Wanda Sykes, and I wouldn't even consider them like top twenty. Maybe Ellen's pretty funny. Right. Wanda's not, but sure. But as far as like, if you like had to name ten stand-up comedians, most people aren't putting Ellen in that top ten, even though no. she's funny, mm-hmm. right? That's fair. And trans people, they don't really have anybody. I mean, there was one person on a roast battle. Mm-hmm. I think I saw she was pretty good, but it was like. They don't. They really don't have any voice. So it's like people are saying to them, like, "Yo, you can't take a joke. Everybody takes a joke." Well, they don't have a, somebody taking telling jokes on their behalf. Right. I think that's, that's really part fair. of it. Yeah. Right. Well, well, I, I, I would, I would imagine that the backlash would make would make it harder for them, for someone to emerge and say, "This is what I want." I mean, shit. If you're getting killed for telling the truth, mm. you understand what I'm for saying? Existing. Like, for existing. Mm-hmm. Ah, what the fuck. You know what I mean? So I so to me, stand up comedy, it it's really a frontier that we should really all embrace, whether or not like we fuck with it or fuck with the messaging that comes out of it. But there's a certain kind of courage that gets up there to say whatever the fuck you wanna say, whether you know you you personally connect to it or not. 
if you're able to find the funny in it and find and help other people sort of purge that, I think that that's important. I think that's important just for people just to be themselves. I think that <laughs> Dave wants I mean? us to have these conversations, though. I think the goal is not for me to walk away feeling better or worse about a community that I'm not part of. I think it's for us to to engage in this dialogue to really think about the way that we were thinking. I think that's the biggest thing. It could be. I mean, that could be. It, it and could nobody's be. safe. And, and I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Maybe that's the, eh, maybe that's the moral. Nobody's safe. You know. So, um, any anything else about Dave Chappelle before we move on? I thought that, I thought it was hilarious. That's where I stand with it. I did not. I'm mm. I'm on par with, par with. I actually fell asleep on it twice. Ooh. Um, I, and I didn't want to, but I did. Um, mm. But I mean. The parts that I saw were were funny. Again, I the the trans portion of the the LBGTQ car joke that rang the truest for me. Okay. I really was. Uh, I encourage both of y'all to go back and watch the epilogue. Mm-hmm. It comes on. You have to go oh, yeah. all the way through the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are also very fucking long. Um, yeah. Oh, and they broke down something for me that rung that rung good too. They actually broke down. There's a little. Th- you know how people do logo animations. You know the Chappelle emblem, the C, and the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, there was a voiceover that broke that down. That gave me because gave you some perspective. Just gave just gave me so much like oh, there's a meaning to it. It the lets insight, me yeah. It lets me know that Dave Chappelle is way more calculated than I ever gave him credit He's for. Extremely intelligent. Yeah, I mean, I just never pinned that to him until recently. Nice. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and that's my fault. So. What else is new? What else we've we been watching? We spent a lot of time with Old Chappelle. We should make this Chappelle episode. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Um, How did you guys feel about Euphoria? You watched every, all of it, right? Yes. Euphoria fucked me up. Yo, yo. Well, I didn't do. I, I, I said this. I'm not sure that podcast. I understood the ending, but we'll get there. But um, yeah, well, you know what? The, you know what I found? Why, okay, Euphoria was shot so well. First of all, every episode, there was at least one scene where I was like, how the fuck did they do that? <laughs> In every single episode. Um, that's how well it was shot. And then a testament to the last episode, because it had like a little music video embedded within it. It took me about halfway through the song before I realized we were a music video. That's how art, that's how like... I, I pretty much realized it once she started singing. And that's I mean, like actually a really good song. <laughs> it, yeah, I like. but what I'm saying is, is that like in any other show... That sequence would have stuck out as like, oh shit, this is like a thing. Mm-hmm. The show was so stylized that I didn't realize we were in a thing until like for me, like a third or halfway through it. I'm like, oh, this is something else. This is not just the. I mean, outside of the singing, that's how good it looked. It's like the music video fit into the style structure of how the rest of the show mm-hmm. was anyway. So I didn't. I just wasn't heightened by that, you know. Um, Corey, have you seen Euphoria? I have not. I've you, not seen as Euphoria. somebody who appreciates style and cinema, you should really, if for nothing else, just watch it for that. Mm-hmm. It's a very uncomfortable show. A very interesting. Uh, which I've been meaning, wanting to check it out. It's like it's like Degrassi, like on like steroids. <laughs> it's it's almost more disturbing than kids. It interesting. is to me. It yeah. is. Yeah, and kids, you know, kids was like pushing the boundary in the nineties, yeah. and it's it's. Almost more disturbing. It's plenty. It's way more penises than kids. There was a lot of penis in that. So that's what I, I said too. I just knew Zendaya was in it, right? Yeah. Zendaya. yeah. So the criticism of Zendaya is very interesting to me. I haven't heard it. People are saying like she's trying to be edgy, 
Like, like mm. she wants to transition into a, like adult acting. And I'm like, well, if you watch the show, it doesn't feel like that Mm-mm, to me. At all. Um, I don't feel like she's doing things for shock value mm-hmm. um, necessarily. I think that there are things that she believes in. And so it's important to her to highlight those particular topics and show she's using her platform to do that. Right. But her cussing or, or like, it doesn't seem like, like when I watch Miley Cyrus, I'm like, go sit down. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way about Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> like, not at all. Yeah, Star neither. in Spider-Man recently. Who's Zendaya? Yeah. Oh, what, the Homecoming one? Yeah. Because I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she I think she's the box. actually, isn't she like dating Tom Holland in I real life? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah I think she is. Yeah. Shout out to Tom. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. No, she <laughs> Zendaya is grown, and we know she's your type. It's fine. Hey, listen, I'm just here. You're First consistent. of all, I didn't realize how tall she was. She's she tall seems as fuck. to be tall as shit yeah. on that show. Yo, and the trans girl on the show is also tall. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. She's pretty tall too. The, you know, that's crazy. I didn't. I, I haven't heard. I haven't dug that much into the show to like the criticism of the show. Well, I feel like Chandler said that he was like, I feel like like she's trying, and I'm like, okay. Oh, but have you watched it? Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I can see why you would say that. But no, man, it it. If she's never dr- done drugs in her life, uh, she needs an award, man. Because I mean, I I don't know. Pe- I don't really have too many interactions with people that like opioid addictions. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what that looks like close up like people that are addicted from pills and stuff like that. But I feel like her portrayal was very honest. It, it felt it felt authentic. Yeah, it felt very authentic. I like the Storm Reed girl, too, the girl who played her sister. Mm-hmm. And she has a very expressive, like, um, disposition, man. Like, when she has to turn on the cry or any type of emotion, it's really... Even that episode where it looked like she was teetering the line, just hanging around with them stupid twins. Oh, I fucking oh, hate yeah. those little boys. I hate them fucking <laughs> like, twins. We all know those kids. <laughs> you know them kids. Like, every time I see them, I, like, I, I know kids just like that. Yo, just like, like that. Like, you little dumb fuck, sit down. Yeah. Who was y'all's favorite character on that show? Fesco. The drug dealer? I like Fesco and I like the little boy. <laughs> yo, fe- yo, the little bo- first of all, he's like a boxing prodigy, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like a like a, a ill ass like boxer. Yo, Fez by far. It, and I didn't realize it until maybe like the last four episodes. I was like, yo, I love Fez, bro. He like, seemed to have like this is the crazy part. He's the dope dealer, but he seemed to be the only one with the fucking moral compass. Yo, straight <laughs> up, yo. So, so like, Straight up. That has any kind of remorse and it doesn't want to be in these situations and feels like fucked up about it. Right. Like, I, I was impressed by his street savvy though. Mm-hmm. Like like he seemed very aware, you know, and I, I I'm thinking to myself, like I, when he came for Nate, I was like, Yes! Oh my God. Now, <laughs> he was like, I'll fucking like, kill you. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I all, believed him though. Yeah. He has like a striking similarity to Rory from the yeah, uh, Rory. Joe Button yeah. podcast. Yeah, he looks just like fucking Rory. Um any any moments that stuck out for you guys on that show? Uh that hotel scene was crazy. That was very, very graphic. Yeah. Um and I'm slow because I didn't realize. I mean, are are you not supposed to realize she's trans until like later? I didn't realize it till I till, think she got home. And we got naked yeah. and you saw her print. Then yeah, I yeah. yeah, I saw the print instantly and I was like, Oh, is this That's a that's 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 a trans girl. Yeah, because <laughs> like, they never did they. Yeah, they did. Ex, they they ex, eventually like addressed it, it in but her yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't. It took me until then to realize she was trans. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I had to see her. I didn't realize she was trans until I mean I didn't clock her until then. Yeah. But then like the second episode made a lot of the first episode make more sense. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that cat's episode and that man masturbating was disturbing. Yo, that shit was fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that he was wearing like a prosthetic or he was like actually yeah. naked? Yo, I, nah, yo, that's a prosthetic. Please, yeah. please, please be a prosthetic. <laughs> please don't be proud. Because nobody ever like, really size. shows their actual dick, I think. They always they're, have a prosthetic. They're all prosthetics. People do right? show their actual penises, but. I mean, some, yeah, people really whip out the, yeah, whip but, out the dick. But I think all the penises Most, in this yeah. show were prosthetics. I'm pretty sure you were seeing real penises in some scenes. You just weren't seeing faces very clearly. But well, that too, that, like locker that, room scenes yeah. and stuff like that. That that guy, I just was like, God damn, is that his thumb? Like, what am I looking no, at? No, fam, that wasn't a thumb. That was like, you know, when like you ever seen people that have like the extra finger? <laughs> it, it was like that. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I never even. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of penises in my life. Let's be clear about. Why that. are you making eye contact with me? Oh, uh, because I would imagine uh, that uh, this is uh, your department. Why would it? <laughs> no, where, where? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm like, wait a minute. Am I, am I, I wrong never here? seen one in person that looked like that. That looked like yeah. That was that was. I yeah. seen some shit. That was crazy. You seen some shit? What's, we'll what's talk the wild, about it. What's the wildest shit you seen? Nigga what? had tiny balls. It's splitting three heads. Oh, <laughs> tiny ball. Like marble. I'm not, really, I'm not really concerned about my ball game. No, that's yeah. kind of interesting because when you say that, I had never seen no shit like that before. I was just like, yeah, that would throw me. Up. <laughs> he has a kid. No, so actually, yeah, <laughs> now so, he does, but at the time I was like, this nigga's never making babies, but he did yeah, allegedly. allegedly. I hope that's his real kid. Oh, don't put that out there. I hope it is. Um, tiny, tiny, tiny balls. I never seen like literally like a marble and not the big ones. That's interesting. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's not the breaker. The like, like not, the, not, not the breaker. Marble. Not the breaker. Duh, duh, like duh, the duh, actual duh. like the ones that you use for filler in a fucking plant pot. Well, I gotta say, just from a, ma- a male standpoint, in terms of like, I've been kicked in the nuts a few times. I've I've, <laughs> I've singed my nuts. Yeah, I would imagine the that there's probably the a good u- utility u- utilitarian <laughs> purpose. There's utility in it. <laughs> there's good oh. utility in it. And having small balls. The tummy feeling, but you you gotta sit down. Generally not. Not a, not a like a good tall. person either, so like none doesn't redeem him. But oh. like, well, yeah, but I, I don't it, even play him in per- public. I don't even be like, that's why you got tiny balls. I think if that was if that was my punishment <laughs> that I got tiny balls, I think I got off good. <laughs> you know, if that was the punishment for the for yeah. your previous life, that I think you got. Would you off rather good. have the tiny balls or the tiny dick? I I take the tiny balls. Yeah. Yeah, give me the I'm tiny not balls concerned about my balls. And and the penis yeah. will compensate. Like it'll look like the penis will look bigger because the balls are small. It, it didn't. It didn't. Like, it didn't help. No, okay. I need the twig, not the berries. Wow. <laughs> I need the well. I need the two friends, not the beans. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, this is sounded like a Euphoria episode. Right all now. the fucking way. This is like the audio version of a Euphoria episode. I, I'm curious. Yeah. I know. Like I walked away from this, the end of this series, like hating Jules. Like, how did you feel, Martin? Hating Jules. Yeah, Jules was like my favorite character. I fucking mm. hated her. I liked her in the beginning, and then at the end, like I fucking hated her. Mm. Did you feel like her and Rue's relationship was toxic? I mean, it, they weren't. I knew it was gonna end when it first started. I knew it was gonna end because I knew Jules wasn't really all the way into her, really, and mm-hmm. she was kind of just compensating or trying to like appease um, Rue to keep Most, her sober. You think or what? Um. Because that was like her friend. Like, she only had one, basically two friends, but one friend, like, uh-huh. and she had just moved there and, like, she was connected to this person and nobody really stays with that person. So that's what I thought. Oh, but I'm so confused. Like, why, why would you hate her 
after that. Because after what? How, okay, how did you perceive the ending? What do you think was happening when you were watching that music video? Because she relapsed, but like yes, and she relapsed because Jules left her. Yeah, but and there she was no pressing sense of urgency for her to go in that moment. But she also was given that information that that she knew what it was. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like when the, her the the her mentor, what do they call them? Your mentor, your, like in the um, drug program, sponsor. Sponsor, your sponsor. Yeah. Her sponsor told her straight up, like Nothing that's what this re- that's yet. what this relationship is. Yeah. It's a, so she had the information, right? Yeah. So I don't put so the what onus do you think, completely but on Jules, What I'm asking though. you is when you were watching that, yeah. what do you think that that was an artistic representation of? Yeah, her relapsing. Right, but did she die? No. I, I didn't take it as that. I mean, a whole choir came in and lifted her ass up. You don't think she was dead? I don't think they killed her. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I just didn't I take it as that because I, fe- I felt like a season two was it, coming. I mean, <laughs> I feel like season two was coming too, but like that felt a lot like... I mean, maybe that's how opioids feel when you get. I don't. don't I don't know. <laughs> like they don't. Like, I didn't. I, but I've I didn't, taken them legally. They don't. Yeah, I, I didn't take it. I didn't take it as she died. I did. I did not. I did not. But I understand why. Why you would say that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, there maybe there's a metaphorical the royal death. You know, the royal weed. Yeah, mind. maybe. But, I don't know. But, but, I just. I don't know. That just. I just. I wanted so badly for Rue to win. Um, sure. And I was just really, really rooting for her. And maybe I just was really connected to that character. And so that's why I hate Jules. But, I mean, Jules is not gone forever either. She'll be back. Yeah, She's such an important part of that show. Yeah, that, um, that chemistry was fantastic. I obviously didn't hate her the most out of everybody on the show. Yeah, I mean, Not I, more than the fucking No, jock. I hate Nate and Maddie are the worst yeah. kind of humans that ever fucking lived. They're both terrible Which people. one's Maddie? I forget. His girlfriend. His girl, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm disgusted by both of them. Especially Nate. I'm disgusted by Maddie too. They're both horrible ass people. How did you feel about um, what's our guy, Algie Smith? What was his character's name? Um, the football player, oh, McKay. Um, yeah, McKay. what did you feel about McKay? I was indifferent about McKay. Okay. I was super indifferent about McKay. McKay seemed genuine. He just seemed he just seemed to not have like his own identity, right. and that's a lot of kids. Like um, him and Nate are like two sides of the same coin. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Their father's, like, telling them who they wanted them to be. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just that McKay loved his father and Nate hated his. Right. Yo, that yo that that final scene between him and his father, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, yo. The chickens have come home to roost, mm-hmm. yo. That, he was- I, He's I, a fucking sociopath. He was dangerous. He's fucking dangerous. Somebody got to put a bullet in his head. I'm sorry. I really wanted- I, I don't know. And then, then, like, but he's still a- Bitch, like the way he handled Fesco, like you're a bitch. Yeah, like no, for he's, sure. Like all the dirt you've done, and you gonna call you the gonna police? Call the cops, like a hoe. Yeah, a whole ass bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, if the, if a season two comes out, I'm tuning in for sure on 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 Euphoria. I, I thought that would to me was one of the that was one of the. I'm sure it did get one. Yeah, that was that show was phenomenal, man. At first, I was wondering, like when I saw Drake was associated with it, I was like, oh. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't in the development. It was probably like, hey, this show is done. You know, attach yourself to it to get it. some music. I mean, stuff like and that. Yeah. it's Degrassi, and you, you know, are Degrassi. And you are Degrassi. But yeah, that show is edgy. That show was written entire, like, that show was written very well. And acting, I can't think of one bad act, like, one actor that I didn't believe on that show. You understand what I'm saying? There was, like, Fezco was a bad actor, but I did not 
not believe his character. Like like that guy and another. I don't think that they signed him up to to like have character variants. I think that he was playing himself, and he was playing himself like exactly how they wanted him to. So, so that's kind of that's what I'm saying. Is so that like, so I didn't feel like the acting. And I actually don't. I've never seen him in anything else to say like that he sucked. But like I, I know that guy. Yeah. And I believed him. Well, to and me, I didn't. It didn't feel like he was delivering the lines bad. Like I know motherfuckers who talk like that. So. Yeah, but I didn't take it as he talked like that because that's what the character called for. No, he talked. He just talks like that. Yeah, he just talks like that. But I mean, again, like I never seen him in nothing else to be like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The acting we didn't know Jarrell Jarrell had that in him. Yeah, Tyler Jarrell, man. Shout out. <laughs> until, until he did. Yeah. Facts. So I mean, I don't I don't have anything to compare it to, but if I had to guess, I'm in agreement with you. That's just he was there to deliver a line. Yeah. I was glad I didn't have like a like a super iPhone in high school. Oh my god. That that's crazy. Cuz I know I know like the whole like child pornography stuff. I know kids that's ha- that's happened to. Right. Like it's, I know people that happened their to whole life. before that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. She should have just crazy. told on herself though. She'd have been better off like going to the cops on him. Yeah. Facts. But they don't think about it like that because they're fucking dumb kids. She she totally could have been like, "Look, this guy is trying to extort me." Um yeah. And this is what he's doing, but he's actually also like assaulted this other person. Yeah. Just if you're trying to get out of this shit, just cooperate. Right. Don't because if he gets caught, then you're fucked. Right, right. Yeah, between that and then that movie that came out, uh uh Share. Those two movies, I was just like, Oh man, that I, that one hurt dodged, my feelings. We dodged a bullet. Well, yeah. I, we dodged a bullet from high school. Um without techno that that type of technology. Anyway, uh, we done with Euphoria? Yeah, sure. All right, what's next? The Boys. The Boys. I got to sit this one out. Go for it, guys. I ain't see it. Um, I would say after, uh, of the shows I've seen this year, the best was When They See Us. I would put Boys number two. Really? Yeah. I really enjoyed The Boys. When They See Us was, was your number one show this year? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. limited series, yeah. Oh, yeah. limited. Oh, I The mean, Boys is limited series? No. no. Well, I mean... No. I get it. There's not going to be a season two of When They See Us, but I mean, in terms of episodic television, like a series, I mean, I would say, like, The Boys is like number two for me. Oh, shit. This just came across my Twitter feed. When They See Us Again, part two. (laughs) 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 When They See Us. I'm just kidding. Okay, so it's good like that? Yeah, and I didn't see it. I didn't think it would be that good. I was like, all right, it's about superheroes. It's got to be entertaining to some degree. And and then the first, like, it, it... it escalates as you watch it. Like Fucking it just, right, it does. It just keeps yeah. growing, and you're like, oh, you're like, okay, cool, okay, okay. Like it just, it literally keeps rising. Holy shit! And um, I would say the first, you the the show's tone is set within the first minute of the first episode. Like you're gonna watch something that's gonna be interesting. What what is it? Since the well, first minute, of the first. Don't episode. meet you know. Never meet your no. heroes. That's what it is. Never meet your heroes. Yeah, yeah heroes. you know. And then I, jumping ahead to you know my opinion of the show once it finally got through it all, it's one of the few shows I felt like every character got equal time, and maybe not necessarily in screen time, but they had the ability to tell a story. For yeah, them. they were developed. Their arc. Okay. Everybody had an arc. Some was more developed than others, but everybody had an arc. To answer your question, yeah. this show is about a world where superheroes are everywhere. Okay. And there's a corporation that basically um, manages superheroes and puts them in different places to serve different purposes. Nice. And... But- superheroes much like regular people are flawed and so they have their superpowers but they're still just people they're not like gods and goddesses they're just people oh so this is like hancock 
No, because they're well, fucked up. Most of them are not well, like good people. I would okay. say I get what you're saying, but like to, but yes, like Hancock. Like Hancock was flawed. Yeah. This is like they're flawed and they're fucked up. Like they're, they're all the, actively not good people. Yeah, they're, oh. the, the superheroes are not good people. I mean, it's literally like two of them, and they're both women that well, are good. And then they're, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The the Aqua guy wasn't like a bad guy. Yes, he was. He was. I think he was. He was a whole was, rapist. Yeah. He, he oh was shit. Flawed. Okay, I get what you're yeah. saying. I I, I mean. Oh, we're talking bad like that. But okay. I'm thinking yeah. not bad in like you wanted to like destroy the world bad. Like, you None know, of them I wanted had, to destroy was, the world. They all had like selfish things it, that they it, were trying to accomplish. It reminded me of like what sometimes what you hear about like celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, this is a really great celebrity. And then you find out they jerked off into a plant. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like the stories that you, all of us in this industry, we've seen the background of some of your favorite artists and musicians. Like we've seen some of that. Okay. And... And it's not always pretty. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. I think that's that's what I kind of meant by him. Yes, being a rapist is very bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of the characters is, like, really, f- like, destroying shit, fucking shit up. But, like, one's a drug addict. You know, like, one is 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 addicted. And another one was a rapist. But he, in a weird way, he not redeemed himself. He but got he, his comeuppance. Not, I don't he, think he, he redeemed himself. But he understood what he did in a weird way. He, he nah, got it I back. don't think he did. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't okay. Think he, 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 I mean, he I don't did think the, I he did the like. Yeah, he did a news report or the, like, yeah, the, yeah. Press, the press conference. It's kind of yeah. like Louis C.K. or something like that. Yeah, right? so he he got yeah. caught, you know, raping. So he did the press conference. Like, I'm sorry if I offended any of my fans. But then, oh, some, but yeah, then I mean, something happens to him where yeah. someone yeah. sexually abuses him. Yeah. Oh. So like, there's different arcs for different people, and it's about how these people are really screwed up. And like, in, in a weird way, it's it's very unrealistic. But then there's some aspects of it that like are very realistic, and mm. they're very. You could compare it to modern day like celebrities, basketball, uh, football stars, like how they're not. They have this image, and then they're n- secretly they may not be they're so these perfect human beings. Is that the metaphor for the show? I mean, is that the exact is is that the message of the show, or is it like a deeper metaphor to to what the show is trying it's to say? Just never, just don't meet your heroes. Don't that's meet all. You, that's pretty. It's, much it's it. just that that there's no such thing as perfection, and that what's being presented to you is not always true. So I mean, like, yes, those are themes of the show, but uh-huh. I'm not. That's not what I'm there for. I'm not yeah. there for deep messaging. All right. Yeah. But the, the messaging's yeah. accessible, but that's not what I'm there yeah. for. Like, what the fuck is happening? Am I being entertained in this moment? Okay. Like, that's what I'm watching. And then, for. like, one character, she she's a superhero, and she, but she's like fundamentally kind of good, uh-huh. and she realizes like this is not what it was. Cracked she wants up to, to be. be a part of it so bad, yeah. and then she gets there and is like. Like she met yeah. her heroes and was like, "Fuck." Oh. And the main story, the boy with the reference to the boys is basically there's a guy who you know you'll you'll he he has a, a, a traumatizing event that occurs because of a superhero. Okay. And now he's kind of a vigilante. He's trying to you know stop them in a way to undo the corporation. Yeah, he's trying mm-hmm. to undo it, and then he teams up with other people that have had a similar. Like, experience. This sounds experience. like the live action version of Incredibles. <laughs> the, the, the not, exa- part, not exactly. Not exactly. The guy like who had the traumatized, they're not superheroes. They're regular people. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the guy who was the. the I've never the, seen Incredibles. The, I'm sorry. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, okay, foul. well, I just spoiled What's the name? Syndrome, right? Yeah, Syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, he, 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 wasn't, yeah. he was just smart as fuck. But he yeah, wasn't like it. a he wasn't like a superhero. But he had a shitty experience mm-hmm. with Mister Incredible yeah. as a child. <laughs> yeah. As a child, and so he grew up and he was like, "Fuck that! Now I'm gonna kill yeah, superheroes." Yeah. yeah. So. so like, but you know, it, it, so it's so I just thought it was a really interesting show. I thought it was really interesting. I thought nice. it was creative. I thought it was done really well, and I was thoroughly entertained. Outside of Laz Alonzo, who else was? I, I didn't keep track of who else was in it. 
um, Carl, Carl Urban, Urban. Uh, oh. Simon Pegg, yeah. And the oh. kid who, um, Elizabeth Shue, the kid who's like one of the main characters who has a traumatic experience, he's um, a Quaid. He's like Dennis and Meg Ryan's son. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that until like, I, then I saw his last name and I was like, oh, is he like um, Randy or Dennis's son? And I was like, oh shit, yeah, Dennis, Dennis and Meg Ryan's yeah, son. Yeah, you got Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr. Um, yeah, you ever seen um, Banshee? That's a great show. He was like the the star of Banshee. Oh, okay. Jennifer Esposito. Yeah. Hey. Simon Pegg showed up. Anybody who didn't love Elizabeth Shue in Adventures in Babysitting yeah. is, is a fucking lie. They're horrible. Actually, I didn't realize John and Joan Cusack had another sister, and she's in it. She plays the <laughs> oh, really? girl's mom. Yes. Oh. She's in a league of their own, too. And when I saw her name was Cusack, I was like, I'm just finding all the celebrity right. peripherals today. Haley Joel Osment has a small uh, Yeah, role. he's in it, too. Oh, wow. It's super small. Like It's, yeah. not, it's not super well, duper small, but like... Is it a callback to his role like in Kick... Wasn't he in Kick-Ass 2? Hilly no. Joel Osment? Oh, no. But no. it is a callback to The Sixth Sense. To The Sixth Sense. Well, okay. I will tell you, everybody I've recommended has hit me back and was like, Corey, and I was, that was a really good recommendation. So I, I, I encourage you to watch it. Hey, you know, we usually have pretty similar tastes. Yeah, yeah I right. think you would like I mean, I, I've read the comic all the way through, so what I like best is they humanize the characters a lot more. Like, the characters are a lot more like devious or fucked up in the comic than they are in the actual TV show. Uh, so they do a lot of work to like humanize the character, make them characters make them like real people, Realistic, which I think yeah. is cool. Right. And they do a lot as far as like switching around the story. So if you read the comic, you don't you won't know what's coming next, which I think is cool. So it, it still makes it interesting for me. Nice. Like I'm looking forward to season 2 cuz I have no clue what's going to happen. Right. Is is was is that um Amazon's way to get ahead of what's happening with the Watchmen with HBO is that like their I'm not sure cuz I mean they are they're both graphic novels yeah they're similar like stories though yeah, yeah. that's interesting i don't know cuz i never heard i i had i had heard of Watchmen before i had ever seen the movie but i actually never heard of the boys so mm-hmm. yeah like the guy who did preacher did the boys oh uh, preacher yeah. oh i never saw it but i i, I like the main char- the main actor so how do you feel like it compared to like Umbrella Academy? Did you like this more or less? Oh, it's way better than Umbrella Academy. So to you me. didn't enjoy Umbrella Academy? No, I didn't like it that much. It Not okay. really. I don't know. I like the seriousness. I like that it was edgy. You know, it's 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 violent. It's gruesome. It's not like it's not like a Marvel, you know, superhero type. I thing. mean, the boys, the entire like the whole thing is it's a satire about like superheroes and about mm-hmm. how we look at superhero culture. And they they're kind of added in with this show a lot more of like con- contemporary superheroes like DC and Marvel and like the MCU DCU all that stuff right or whatever and so like he he literally has in a book like superheroes that are like parodies of like X Men or Batman or the Justice League like going down to like any superhero you could think of right there's and literally it's, a guy who has all the same powers as Superman. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. But he's yeah, like he's like, like Aquaman. Captain I didn't even call him by his. Yeah. I just called him Aquaman because he's yeah. He's basically yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. Right. They also had like I, you're right though. They did touch on like the idea that you know. Oh, and the, one of the bigger themes was that in the show, <laughs> Wonder Woman's gay. Yeah. <laughs> they're, um, they're trying to militarize them, so the military wants access to the superheroes. Well, oh. no, they don't. They they don't want they the, don't want the it, corporate right. corporate one. They yeah. want to get in. They want those contracts, but the military and the government is trying to keep them out most of the show. And, it, and then they touch on like you know how you know some nine eleven conspiracies are like, hey, we had to we had to cause a problem to go 
attack. Right. They they touch on that that kind of stuff too. Like oh, oh like so there's superheroes in other parts of the world causing damage to allow the superheroes in the United States to to gotcha. save save the day. You know what I mean? Like so right. like there's a lot of stuff like that. So it's really good. Are uh, this is my last question mm-hmm. about it. Are all of these characters are they aware of each other? Yeah. Yeah, because they work for the corporation. Oh, good. Except oh, for the yeah. ones that are, um, okay. I guess some of the ones overseas are not, right? Like, nah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like, yeah, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the ones in America, like, they had It's a, like if like if Avengers Tower was like a real, like, corporation oh. that's like marketing Avengers to yeah, you, not just right. a place where they could be. Like, like yes. in the show, they have a marketing department. Right. They, and PR. Yeah, like, they, and wow. even, they were even, they showed how they casted for someone. Mm-hmm. Like, they showed um, them negotiating, like, okay, if you give this, we'll get. They had a Black Panther. I forgot his name. Oh, he was like, oh, he was like a prince. Nubian yeah. prince. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. And he was like, yeah, if you give us three million dollars, like we'll, we'll set you up with the Nubian prince contract, and and you know what I mean. And oh, Baltimore will be protected by Nubian prince. Like it was. It's it's a really interesting show. That's hilarious. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. it. It was on my list anyway. Um, dope. All right, do it. We we moving past that? Yeah, we can. Sure. Was that mine hunter? Yeah. Mine hunters. I've come to the conclusion that I did not like season two of Mindhunter. I'm I've, not sure what it's trying to say. Did you you watched it? Did you watch the first season? Um, I watched a couple couple episodes. Okay. I haven't watched the I, whole thing. I like David Fincher, so I, I enjoy his way of doing things, and I really like season one. I felt like season one was really interesting. It's really informative in kind of a weird way. Season two just took a left field. Like it got off the highway and went somewhere else, and I I it it didn't. It looked like season one, but it didn't feel like season one. So I, I, I come to the conclusion I didn't like it. Hmm. It didn't even educate me. Like season one was like interesting. Like it's you know. You what never what saw did it you feel like I, was I educational season about season one? Like b- letting you know that like basically before the seventies, crime according to the FBI was usually very um, an act of passion mm-hmm. or like I'm gonna rob a bank. I'm going to I'm going to do this for financial gain. Mm-hmm. Versus in the seventies, they started understanding that there's people who are like, I just like killing, mm. or I like eating babies. Yeah. Like I like I'm yeah. doing this and the, the psychology. Yeah, and that's where season one explains like how there were people in the FBI who were like, yo, like this is different. So yeah. they started the. It's really the story yeah. of how like criminal profiling came. Yeah, to, right. to try a tool to, of the FBI. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. to try to understand that there are people who just like to do this, right. who want to just do these terrible things. Yes. It's not driven by money or greed or anything like that. And it, and it showed some of their problems getting started. It showed them meeting the criminals. I mean, the, the, the They last, did a lot more of yeah. that this season than last season. No, I would say season one, it was, it was the whole season was built on that. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay, so, but the real people that they featured in mm-hmm. season one versus season two. So, like, you see a lot more famous serial killers yeah. In the in the second season, um, excuse me. The guy who plays Ed Kemper. He does an amazing job. That mu- and he's sitting there talking. Mm-hmm. There's only one scene where he's like physically ominous, and even then, like you think he's gonna attack the dude, and he just fucking hugs him. Yeah, but, yeah, but that scene is amazing. It's unnerving. Yeah, it's, really it's, it's unnerving. But him, I like. No, I saw season one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm sorry. That, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. season one. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I thought you had seen that season one. That's why I went season one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's at the end. That's when yeah. he goes into the hallway and he yeah. like hyperventilates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Panic attack. Yeah, I've seen that. He, yeah. So, but yeah. that guy that played Ed Kemper, he he did that so well mm-hmm. that like, I don't know if you felt that watching him like 
watching him sit there and just talk about the heinous things he had done, yeah. I was just like, it was grotesque, titillating. Yeah. Like Season I like one made you feel the uneasiness of it. I felt that. like I that scene is so good because you're like, man, I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But like season two, it, it just it just felt like a, a little adventure. The adventure our heroes are going on. Like, they went just, to see more people though, and yeah. this is one of the things that I text Corey about. I feel like the way that they were fi- they were finding people who had the likenesses of these people, these these serial killers, was like on fucking candy. If you if you Google Ed Kemper, yeah. he looks just like he the looks, nigga. Yeah, he looks just yeah. like. Yeah. But but like. The guy that they have, because the second season, um, you end up in the midst of like the Atlanta child murders. The okay. guy that plays Wayne Williams, he looked just like the nigga. The only person who I said like I was crit- like critiquing his likeness was David Berkowitz. Mm. His makeup job was shit. The mm. guy that plays Charles Manson. Yeah, he looks exactly like him. He yeah. looks exactly like him. His mannerisms, the way he was talking. And what's crazy is I whoever wrote this... Mm-hmm. I don't know if they took it from transcripts of Manson talking, but like, it makes me uneasy when I listen to serial killers or people who are like psychopaths, like, and they start to make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. When they were talking to Manson, I was like, "Fuck!" Because <laughs> that so happened like, to me watching um, what was the other one, Manhunt, Man, the one about yeah, um, the, the Unabomber. Yeah, the Unabomber yeah, made all the fucking season, sense in the world. That's to me. what this season felt like. It okay. felt like. Like how Manhunt is kind of like a watered down version, mm-hmm. where like season one, I was so uneasy. It was so unnerving to watch mm-hmm. some of this stuff. Whereas season two was like, oh, you're gonna interview Manson today. Five minutes later, let's go to McDonald's. Like I, it just <laughs> it took away all that I really liked about that in season one, and just it, it just wasn't there. And then the whole the Atlanta thing is 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 an interesting story to tell. I, I just. I don't know, you because know, and then the 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 last season, I felt like everybody got equal arc time, whereas this one, uh, I don't. I felt like everybody had, you know, they let you know a little bit about their person, except for the main character. He had all the personal life, but this one, the main character, I forgot his name, starts with H, whatever his name is, um, the younger guy. Mm-hmm. He was just a Holden. cop. Holden. He's just a cop. They spent all the personal life on his uh, partner. Ford, but. No, he he is Ford. He's holding Ford. Holding Ford. The other the other guy. I forget his name. <laughs> and then the the woman, she her her stuff was all over the place. It 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 wasn't consistent through the season. We still don't know shit about the young guy. Yeah, like and then the young guy, he had he hyperventilated, touched on that for all of ten seconds, and then left that in the dust. Sorry, uh, they they literally address it first episode, first ten minutes. Never, never talk about it again. His Ooh. mental health being fucked. Up. Yeah, his because that's what season one was building. That his yeah. mental health was so screwed up, and in in the first in the second season episode one, it's done. Fifteen minutes later, it's done. Oh. And they so never talk about it ever again. Interesting. Holden Ford that is based on a real guy. It's like a the, both characters are like a more a morphing of like two or three or something like that. I think, I could be wrong. Holden is based on a real guy, okay. <laughs> from what I've read, who was actually involved in. The process of creating profiles. Bill and Tench the, is the other guy. Yes, Bill Tench, and he and he worked on the Atlanta oh. child murders. Okay. Um, I don't know if he was actually there to hear splashes and all of this shit that they're claiming when they when they caught Wayne Williams. I don't. I don't. I'm not convinced that he killed any children. I've never have been. Mm. Um, and 
I appreciate the delicacy with which they handled that. They really pointed out the shortcomings and how the community felt about it. I was very nervous that that's what they were tackling. Mm. Um, but I feel like they were very fair. See, I'm not, I'm not too well-versed in the Atlanta child murderers. Wayne Williams has never been has never been convicted of killing any children. Right. And the evidence that they have on him of killing anyone is circumstantial at best. Mm. Um, if he is guilty of killing anyone, it was adults. Mm-hmm. So, but they pretty much have said that he did it. Like he is, the Atlanta child murders are attributed to him as mm-hmm. a serial killer, but he's never been convicted of killing any children right. or charged for killing any children or that matter. Right. So, and and they were all saying how like there was evidence to point to like Excuse me, that there was like a, a, a sex ring. Okay. Uh, and um, he was there was no connection of him to that to either. Them, right. Uh-huh. So um, they're also like are saying that it probably was multiple people. They explored the angle that it was like the clan killing kids, which is one theory. Like they talk about all of that and they talk about how the community felt about it. So mm. I did appreciate the delicacy with which they handled that and how many perspectives on that they showed. Because, you know, it was a bunch of black mamas telling these people they won't shit because they didn't get what they needed out of that situation. And the and how the black people in Atlanta did not believe that he did right. this. So it was just, it was very, that to me was interesting, but it we were we sat through like, what, four or five episodes before we yeah. even got there? And then on top of that, the first season didn't involve being in a case. I didn't think they would jump into a full-fledged case yet. I didn't know it was... They were, a, they were using the profile. Though. Yeah, I know. I mean, I get it. I, I totally get it. But it was like... it. It's just the, the tone, the, 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 the way they, they chopped it up, the way they shot it. It just didn't have the same look and feel as the first series. You know? Like, I didn't, I didn't like how they handled... I mean, the, the story about the sun, to me, is random as fuck. Um... It's interesting to me, though. It's interesting. They, they, it feels forced. It feels it like super forced. It does feel forced. He's, so basically, Tench is, um, he's the one, he's the family man, the yeah. sensible one. Basically, we're trying to figure out if his son is actually a killer, if his son is a psychopath. Oh, interesting. If his son starts, like, is a part of a child's death, that they're like, okay, well, what were his intentions here? What is little boy like? Then mm. um, he ends up, like, I don't, well, I don't want to ruin it for you, but yeah. the shit goes left. It goes left, okay. and like, and then that the girlfriend, right on the girlfriend from season one. I mean, I, I didn't expect her to just be gone, gone. Yeah, she's like, just not there. Yeah, she's she not, doesn't show up at all. Oh. Yeah. Like nothing. Like I, Holden's I, girlfriend just fucking evaporates. Holden um, isn't like how the first season it was. It was like the Holden show, in yeah. my opinion. This is like Holden is just a, a human. He's part of he's an ensemble. A, yeah, he, he and the real personal story is Tench, the other guy. Right. They they switched gears and went with him, which which I can give some merit to, but I didn't want you to throw Holden's story in the garbage either. Like yeah. it just felt like there was an off balance. Well, and I agree. That's, that sounds like a, a problem of, from the business of filmmaking, mm-hmm. right? Like kind of like what's going to happen with the shy season three. It's like yeah. two characters are just going to evaporate in the dust. But the woman who was an interesting character in season one really wasn't that interesting in season in season two. She just kind of was there. Just taking up space, in my opinion. I don't. She. I don't know what she contributed to the story. Um, I don't know. There's just some things about the season two that just didn't didn't vibe with me. I just didn't. So, so your complaint about season two is j- just the whole writing. Yeah, uh, more writing. The, I think the writing choice of writing yeah. and 
where they're taking yeah, the story. Where they're taking I it really, and how they take it. And, and so, you know, it. this is all like leading up to them catching BTK. But we all yes. know that that took them like 20 or 30 fucking years. Yeah, they don't yeah. catch him until like the 2000s, right? Correct. Yeah. And it is still the 80s. Yeah. So I'm, oh, like, so I'm, like, I'm like, well, what are we, where are we going with this? And like they they make mention of him, but you see him too, yeah. like just like you did in the first in season. season. One. Oh, so he shows up again, season two, in the same style. The in the flat, same the, style, the cutaways. That he, yeah, the cutaways that you're just in his life, and he's got you. Okay, interesting. The shit that we saw this time, I'm like, is that fucking true? Like, did his wife catch him doing that shit? And well, he. You talking about the first the first scene of season two where. In the the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So you did, oh, so you did see that. I, I, yeah, I saw which, the first where he episode. was like masturbating. He was choking himself. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. It was like auto. Like what do they call like like auto erotic? The, the, the erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Shit, yeah. He was like choking himself, wearing a mask and like women's underwear. And she came home and like freaked out and then was like cool, like sleep on the couch a couple days. I, I was wondering what the resolution to that was because I, I I saw maybe like fifteen minutes of the first episode and and it's funny yeah. I felt the I was like man this. I just said the vibe of this just feels different. I didn't mind you know? the cutaways because right. cutaways are, are consistent with right. the way the first season is. I didn't mind that. It's the rest of the show. He's saying like, the tonality of the, there's a shift in tonality. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt that way just okay. from that, just mm-hmm. from that alone, like the opening of it. You know, I'm mean, comparing it to the how the season opened. Mm-hmm. You know, how the entire show opened, and then you know this being like the parallel frame to that. I was like, oh. And then I talked about this the group chat too. Like, you got the they got to stop doing two years plus on shows. Like yeah. that little recap video don't help. Oh, that I, recap video did nothing. It does nothing. Not like, like, <laughs> like yo, mean, whenever they come up, yo, I'm like, I'm like praying on. for it to come up, and then I'm like watching, watching, watching. I'm like, no, this is it. No, two plus do years. I, I yeah. don't remember I a remember damn shit. thing. So I'm sitting here like, I gotta go back and read. Somebody and, cut that drunk for sure. Yeah. Somebody and on top of it, it wasn't effective as a. But it just isn't just the nature of the beast. Like yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I think I think the what the show actually is, it's so cerebral. I, I would imagine it's hard to really give a recap of yeah. something so cerebral, man, because it, it's it's the journey. You know, it's the I don't know, man. I, I, I kinda on one one part of me understands why it's hard to recap yeah. that ser- this series, you know. Um You know, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm I'll watch season three. It's not a deal breaker, but man, I I, I was really looking forward to season two. Like I, I had mentioned I it too. several yeah. times, like when's Mindhunter coming back? Because I really, really enjoyed season one. That shit Same. just popped up. Yeah, and one day it's like it'll be here next month. And I was like, I was really hyped and I, it just fell flat for me. Yeah. So Okay. I still I'm still excited to watch it. Um just to be you know, be able to kind of reflect on this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And um but for you, it's a thumbs down. But you, Lizzie, it was it was pretty. It was like it was cool. Um, it wasn't as good as the first season, but I'm not as mad as Corey. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay, that's, you that's do this Hollywood. <laughs> Corey's like pissed, pissed. I'm don't, like, nah. you know. But I they mean, can recover from it and win me. Back I think over. they can, obviously. But I mean, even the, you know, the first season went into how the FBI and the gut and law enforcement kind of like rolled their eyes at them. And this season, it was like, nah. Everyone's on board. Everyone, it's like everyone's on board. Everyone's all excited. Like, right. And I'm like, okay. like. Right. Eh, but they is, had a change in command, and maybe that's how it happened in real life. It, it could have. I, I, I'm not saying, because obviously it did in real life. Obviously, Eventually F- someone F- championed it, right? Yeah, the FBI had to change its course. But I, I just felt like season one and season two are like night and day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't like when Hollywood does that. Gotcha. Um, Anything you guys are looking forward to? Come on, Martin. You always are uh, ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching uh, Righteous Gemstones. Uh, that's on HBO with Danny McBride. 
Uh, Jody Hill, I think, writes it, and David Gordon Green like directs a lot of it. Oh, nice. Um, and I don't know if you guys ever watched Eastbound and Down. No, I, I couldn't. I never. Find, I don't find him funny. I, I watch. I watch some of it. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't find it that funny. Just because I don't really care about baseball at all, and I don't. I'm not really from that part of the country, so I don't know much about it. So some of those jokes don't hit. <laughs> but with uh, Righteous Gemstones, it really clicked with me personally because I I had been going to ch- church like most of my life, and I went to Calvary, and I kind of got to see when I was young from it being like being in a boys and girls club to being in like a big a building to yeah. t- turning into a mega church. So this is about like a father and his three kids, and they're like running a mega church after the mom dies. Oh, is this the one with John Goodman? Yes. In it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, it's really funny because I I get all the church jokes. Like it, it's just hilarious to me. Gotcha. Just because I know I know about mega churches and stuff like that, so I I love it. I do want to see that because they got a show on on Showtime that kind of feels like it might be. It's like becoming a god in South Florida or something oh, like that. Something similar. And, and it's got um, the girl who's in the Virgin Suicides and Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I forget her oh, name yeah. all the time. But um, okay, interesting. So that's that's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's it's a comedy. Uh, like I I kind of agree with you. Like I kind of the the least the worst. I wouldn't say the worst part of the show because a lot of people probably watch it because of that. But the part that I want to see the least of is Danny McBride. Like I'm always interested in the other characters. So around like I him. love John Goodman. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great show. I think it nice. is very funny. Good. I was yeah. telling him, bro. I, I was I was watching. I started watching Carnival Row out of just curiosity. It's okay. I'll probably finish it. It's not really impressing me, but I don't even know. Yeah, it's it's not fancy. Really you won't touch it. Oh, so. It's cool. I started watching I mean, Dark Crystal. You saw today. Bright. It's basically mm-hmm. Bright, but like 1700s or 1800s. Yeah, and Bright yeah. is awful. So, yeah, you're right. It is like 1700s Bright. Yeah, yeah that's basically. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dimly lit. Dimly. Dimly lit. Um, I don't know. If I was. Kind of, I didn't mean to be talking across you, but I um I did start the the reboot of the Dark Crystal. I. Honesty Box have never watched The Dark Crystal in its entirety. Right. I've always gotten like a smooth 30 minutes so, into it and been like the Jim Hansen movie? Right? Yeah. I haven't yeah. watched it since I was probably single digits. Yeah. It's still so. on it's still on um Netflix if you want to watch the movie. I remember being creepy as fuck as a it, kid. It is. Like, <laughs> the skate the are not fun to look at. <laughs> yeah. Um but but I, I, I'm not sure if it's a prequel. I'm, pre- I, I feel like it is. Right. But I have to, I have to go back and like actually watch the movie to see what happens. Gotcha. But, but so far, like, if you like Jim Henson, you like fantasy. Like, I've been enjoying it. Gotcha. I know um, uh, there's a big uproar with power because they switched the theme song to yeah. Trey songs. <laughs> Did you see Fifty's post? He was like. Y'all niggas complain about everything. When the last time you bought a Joe album? Right. Then he was like, y'all keep complaining. I might just have to switch the shit back. <laughs> yeah. Did he switch he said, it back? Yeah, he switched I it think back for this next, so. this next week, yeah. So full confession, I, I didn't even watch season five of Power. I mean, that's not a big shock. I don't think anybody here really watches it. No. No, no but at all. But we did that whole episode, Power episode, what we did with Shaw. The panel, yeah. Yeah, the panel. I think I'm going to have to bring, I think I'm going to watch it specifically to bring that back and to sort of get to, because I feel you like. another paint and scan on Power? I think so, because I feel like my sentiment, I felt like I was the only person at the table that was like, Power's full of shit now. Like, I'm done with it. It's the most unrealistic thing. And I feel like it start. I feel like the rest of the world is coming around to that. So I want to get all the motherfuckers back to be like I told you so. Is and it the be last a five season minute episode? Or no? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. 
It better be, man. Like nothing, nothing does good after like six is it, man. I think Fifty said there's gonna be another season, but I don't know if he's just joking. Only Grey's Anatomy yeah. can survive this long. Duh, but. Yeah, that's crazy. In The <laughs> Simpsons. Um. So yeah, so I I, I want to bring back a power thing just for that. Um, See, <laughs> look, it came right for you. Whoa! Yeah, it tried Whoa, to kill you. I'm with you. I'm with it you. tried to kill you. It tried to kill Yo, you. A whole moth just flew Listen, straight at me. It was going to take you and feed it, feed you to its babies. That's what it wanted to do. I just want you to know, y'all, that this moth is like a half an inch long, yeah. like Man, baby moth, it, not it, even the size of the tip Listen, of your finger. And I could all in here. I like could some domesticate it and ride it like the the bees and Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> that's that's what it did. So yeah. when y'all make fun of me for being afraid of bees, remember it came right for you. No. That was a moth. The the moth flew right at me, and I thought me like giving a nice little wedge dodge would like get him. No, you landed on your face. He that motherfucker came and landed right on my glasses. (laughs) If you didn't have glasses. It would have been my you. eyeball. It would have killed you. It would have been eyeball. It would have ate your eye. It would have ate your eye and you'd be dead. You've got a point, Corey. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on your I'm this on team fuck bugs. So fuck bugs. I've been trying to catch like the wide release of that movie with um, Octavia Spencer and Naomi Watts called Loose. Yeah, I've been oh, trying to see it too. I can't yes. find it anywhere. I can't find it anywhere. Oh. Did anybody see Ma? No. Yeah, I saw Mom. Octavia Spencer. It's exactly what you thought it would be. <laughs> Some bullshit. Some bullshit. I mean, it was. I mean, it was entertaining, but the twist was obvious. Okay. Octavia I mean, did an amazing job. It looked like from the trailer that she befriended some kids of like some people who they're the children of people who fucked with her in high school. It's exactly what you thought it would that's, be. That's that's what it looked yeah, like. That's exactly what you thought in the it'd trailer. Be. <laughs> and, and she killed it. But yeah, I want to see Lucy because the kid in that uh, Thomas. No, no, no. Kelvin something Jr. Kelvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. He, if have y'all ever seen the show Startup? No. Yo, he's in a show called Startup, um, and he plays. Wait, the wait, son wait. Is that like the Haitian... is that the Martin Freeman one? Yes. On yeah, I have. He played the son of like a Haitian like crime lord, and he fucking killed it. This kid, man, he he's amazing. He's to me, he's like the new breed of like young black actors, man. And I, and I feel like he's gonna kill this. Loose. You think he has like Denzel potential? I, I think I think he has Denzel um, transformative ability. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think he has the ability to really get into a character, and we're like, oh, that's right, we just watched Denzel. For, mm. Even though Denzel, to to, to to me, Denzel doesn't really lose himself in characters. Mm-hmm. Like I think he goes through the entire process, but then once he starts speaking, you're like, oh yeah, that's Denzel. Yeah, he doesn't lose the act, the voice and stuff. I feel like this kid suffering the Mighty Quinn. I'm just I'm kidding. That movie's yeah, okay. horrible. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? I en- I enjoy it though. Um, I think this Kelvin Harrison Jr. kid has a little bit more potential. I think it, you know, if he's if he, he could, think, you think he could surpass Denzel. I think he could surpass Denzel. That's impressive. Yeah, I think he could surpass Denzel. I don't you know, know who I kind of feel like that about is like the whole cast of like dear white people. I feel like that cast is amazing, but I don't really see them in anything outside of that. Yeah, I'm trying to think who you get amazing vibes from in that show. I like though. the kid that plays Reggie. Yeah, Reggie's great. Yeah, Reggie's dope. Yeah, I like him. Um, oh. and I. So I didn't realize that. I don't he's really love the... Logan Browning, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I, she, I mean, she's I, the weakest link to me, but. He, he is the boyfriend of, if I think I'm right. So the whole thing that happened with the shy. Mm-hmm. The, the show The Shot and it was like Jason oh, Mitchell he, and the girlfriend right he's the boyfriend, he's the boyfriend of, of the Jason woman. Mitchell's girlfriend in the oh, show okay. in real life 
So oh. he, so she's the one. He's the one that came to set to make sure that like Jason Mitchell. Yeah. Oh wow. I think so. If I read that. That's correct. crazy. If you think of like. The plot of Dear White People this right. season. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, now I got to see way that it. The way that that t- like t- takes a turn. Oh. Nia Long disappeared, too. Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, wow. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I still... There's so many shows I got to catch up on. I haven't caught up on Dear White People. I've, for some reason, it's like the shows that I watch, they, they, they don't, they're not doing much marketing. It's kind of like they're just appearing... Or maybe I knew I'm your white people it. was coming. Yeah, I don't. I'm do you have it. the alerts turned on in your phone? People who who have Netflix, I definitely do. And so Netflix will be like, "Hey, your shit's coming back." Oh. And then like, um, so when you I, have Netflix on your phone? Yes, I don't watch Netflix on my phone. It is much more convenient to put things in my queue on Netflix from my phone than it is to try to use the interface on my television. Oh, so genius. I have it for sheer fucking laziness. That's genius. Oh, I get emails. It's w- it's way easier to fucking search. From my phone and just go put this in my queue. That's it takes up genius. space, but it it works. And so it sends me alerts and it'll tell me um, that you know, hey, that thing you like is about to come back. Because nice. that I'm glad you get emails, but those shit go to where I will never oh. see them. <laughs> well, and I also IMDb is part of my like morning regiment of boredom. Yeah, so I, like, I watch trailers so on IMDb. Gonna, so if you're in then they have a news section. So if you drop a trailer, I'm probably gonna see it. Right. That explains a lot about your life. That's oh, why yeah. all my screenshots Every time are the trailer from, comes out, it's like oh, it's because Corey's always like trailer just drops. <laughs> oh yeah, because I like IMDb. I spend a lot of time on IMDb. I, I do, I do too. But like the side I go to the most. Um, for for. From that app, if I if I pull it up, it'll have like a c- coming soons. Gotcha. So like it'll tell me, hey, dear dear white people returns whatever date it returns. So if I click on that and I pull it up, it has like a it has a um like a timeline of things has a timeline of things that are like coming out. And gotcha. so I can I can ahead of time go like, oh, that looks cool. This movie with Christina Milian in Australia. I'm gonna click that. Oh, is that, that a real cool? thing? Mm-hmm. Christina Milian. It's like a Hallmark Austria. movie. It's, it was cute. Okay. It wasn't good. You watched. She looked really pretty the whole time. Yeah, that the one about the inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my roommate wants to watch that. That's a rally. It's a romantic Hell comedy. Hell yeah! It's. I mean, it's not. Listen, but she's on thin ice right now because. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to watch the Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Reboot. Everyone There's hates There's a reboot? That. Yo. It no, is. no, it's not. I, I don't they even, lie I, to us. I don't know what to call it other than dumpster juice. It is the weirdest, most oddest, strangest. I don't... You mentioned the podcast. How did this get made? How did this get made? It's... Is it the original cast? Yes. Well, obviously minus... But they... Okay, but it's the, not... But it's not... I'm going to try to describe it, it the best way. They rebooted it one time. It's... Okay. The it's, cast, but it's like... A reality show. It's a fake about, reality show. It's a fake reality show about them playing themselves as they are trying to reboot the Beverly show. Hills 90210. And oh, then, but, that's trash. But there's elements of it that are real where, like, they, they Brian Austin Green is playing Brian Austin Green, right. but then he's dating Lala. So it's like Brian Austin Green is dating Lala. On but the in show. real life, he's like married to Megan Fox. Yeah, like Megan so Fox, yeah. there's parts of it. It's terrible. Yeah. It is awful. A- Stacy finally put me on like, yo, you oh. either got to I'm sorry, the roommate. Oh. <laughs> this is how much this shit sucks. The walls are coming down. <laughs> no, this is how much this shit sucks. Right. I was complaining so hard that she was like, you either going to sit here in silence or you're not going to say anything. Holy Cause, like, shit. She, cause she I was, said that? Because I was literally ripping Sighing. the show 
a new asshole. Wow. I was like, this is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. But in all fairness, after she finished with it, what did she say about it? She was like, it's okay. I mean, it's just a show. When I'm I heard, like, oh, I haven't okay. even watched it. The Don't. concept sounded wet. The concept is When terrible. I thought that they oh, were rebooting awful. it, because they have rebooted it once. They did it with like Mac Wilds yeah, and um, Shinoe yeah. Grimes. But... Um, I'm on thin ice, so I had. That's why. I mean, I wasn't mad at that, and then they brought back Melrose Place. Like, what was that? Like ten years ago? Yeah, I don't know. It was a long time like ago. But I actually watched a little bit of that, and they kind of like did what they did with Degrassi, and they some of the kids, they had their children there, and like Kelly's right. kid went to school. It was like okay, and then you got Kelly and Brenda back. No, there's a scene. This is what happened too. The first episode played, and I was actually trying to go to sleep. I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep now, okay. you know, because I didn't want to watch it. And there's a scene in the begin on the first episode because Brian Austin Green is a music producer in in the show. I don't know if he really is, and, and he's such a bad actor that there's this scene where they're like, "Yeah, you know, we want you to be back on Beverly Hills now." And he's like, "I don't know, man. I got to make sure this track for Jay Z's correct." And like, <laughs> no, that yes. was verbatim. No, nah, maybe not 100 percent verbatim, but the word Jay Z and making a track. Oh, like of some form, no. and I was like, I, I literally was in my slumber like this, and I was like, what the fuck? Was <laughs> <laughs> like, be Scott Storch or something? And Stacy was like, what? I was like, Brian, who wrote this, who bullshit? Wrote this bullshit dialogue? <laughs> Yo, like fam. Brian Austin, and Brian Austin Green is not a good actor. Yeah, so like, none of they're them all, are. they're all not good actors. Uh, about half the cast looks like plastic surgery. It was just not. They should not have chosen. You gonna leave Jason Priestley alone? He had a bad accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You forgot about that. No, he looks like old G- Jason Priestley. Well, the women look like yo. And, yeah. and Shannon Doherty just had cancer. Okay, that's enough of that. Is this, oh, but this... still, it looks like she had work done before cancer. So this is a so, Netflix thing? No, no, it's, it's Fox. on Fox. But I can watch it oh. on demand on Hulu. Okay. So I'm. But it's a show. We're watching it. I'm trying to avoid it. Oh, well, quick. Did you ever kill it, kill watch it season three of Handmaid's Tale? Just mm-hmm. is it good? Or do you feel like I like the way that it ended, but it took for we're talking about a moth, apparently. Yeah. While me and (laughs) Yeah, this moth is really trying to kill me. It's really not. Y'all are so scared of bugs. Um so uh, Martin just asked about Handmaid's Tale. I did not enjoy it as much. A lot happened and it has just gotten to the point where June being able to continue to survive in this story does not make any sense. She should have been dead a long ass time right. ago. So that is taxing, but like lots of good shit happens that you're like, oh shit, but it just takes too long for it to fucking happen. You should watch it because you do want to know what's going on with these people. Um, but it didn't get good to me until like the last three episodes. Oh, okay. But, wa- right. but watch it. All right, yeah. Like, I think I do what I what I did with Stranger Things. I was like, I watched the first episode and the last one. You <laughs> <laughs> hypothesize everything in between. I, I wouldn't encourage you to do that because uh, yeah. you are gonna miss some good things. Okay. Um, but I would like I watched it in real time. It's done, so just watch it. Okay. All right. I, was, I thought that um I thought that uh, parody on Dear White People was pretty funny though. That was fucking hilarious. That was, that That's what they're great. doing yeah. on Dear White People this season because you know they do a parody every season. Yeah. So what was it like True North or Do North or they did like Scandal or Fakewood? Oh, and they did like Tyler Perry too. Was that? I thought that was on Insecure. 
when they did those parodies. Wait, True North? Yeah, I think. That's Insecure. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they, did, they, like, they do the shits too. Or something okay, okay, okay. They do the yeah. they do them shits too. And this year, this time, it's it's fucking. That's um, hilarious. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that. Handmaid's Tale and Tyler Perry. Hey, yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, is this the end of the queue here? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I know there's so much shit we forgot, and there's probably people yelling at there. Yeah, their devices. Two months. I got tons of stuff I've seen. Yeah, we got to get more consistent, guys. Uh, we say that, but who, then nothing comes who's out. Really checking you for in six us? Who's really checking for us? I, but uh, having, ha- having said that, I, I do appreciate our loyal listeners. You know, the people that uh, when we do put stuff out, they post about it, and you know, they keep us going. Um, uh, honestly, you guys are the reason why we get in here once a month <laughs> because uh, we know that you're still listening. So uh, so just tell your friends about us. Uh, make it one big orgy. Tell all your friends uh, uh, about Kind of Movie Critics and our inconsistencies. Uh, and tell them that they can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kinda, K-I-N-D-A, Movie Critics. I don't even keep up with the Facebook. You keep up with the Facebook, Lizzie? Yes. Okay, so Lizzie keeps up with the Facebook. So if you see any bullshit coming off that, Lizzie. Um, uh, Twitter at Kind of Movie Crits, C-R-I-T-S. Um, I think that's really about it. Am I missing anything, guys, with the socials? I don't know, man. I've been fucking up 2019. Um, it's so September. Yeah, yeah, we're on to the next, man. On to the next decade here soon. All right, and uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening to the Q episode. We know we missed a lot of shit, man. Um, we're never going to get to it, so don't, you know, don't hang us about it. And remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.